It's just too much. I think she's a very nice girl. And they just made me employee of the month yesterday, so I'm getting a lot of calls. I know where I'm not wanted, and I'm not wanted any place where people have all these social obligations if you get one of me. That's not true. You have you have two kinds of stuffing. You have real cranberry sauce. Run! I mean, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here what I'm doing here, what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself, and I'm very intrigued, and oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of the Best Supporting After Show, where we queen out on Oscar-winning Best Supporting Actresses, and then we catch up on all the things that we've been watching and doing and even eating. We report back on our best supporting assignments. We clean out on our BSAs of the week. And then we hop into two pre-owned least to editor cells and we get the hell out of here. I'm Colin Drucker and we just won an Oscar. <laughs> and I'm Nick Kachanov and I, I don't have a line, but I'm just as excited for Jamie. Well, you also just won an Oscar. That's right. Yeah. We all did. Everyone, everywhere, all at once won an Oscar when Jamie Lee Curtis won her Oscar. Uh, what a moment. Oh, I, 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 like, honestly, like, looking just through, like, Google image search results of Jamie Lee Curtis at the Oscars and watching clips on YouTube or TikTok or wherever of just the, the boundless joy that she is, that, that she experienced that evening. I, I don't think I'll ever experience a sad day again in my life so long <laughs> as I can go back and look at those pictures. It's it's just so beautiful, and I'm just so goddamn happy for her. I know there is agreed. I, I just feel like it's, it truly did feel like a win for all of us to see someone so like such a veteran in the in- industry and someone who we've all grown up with and seen their movies. And, oh, my gosh, I, I feel I it was I think I felt more for Angela Bassett in the moment, though. I think it kind of overshadowed the joy. But now I'm able to kind of go back and like when she got on stage, I was I was there. But seeing Angela Bassett's face, it's that front row, man. Uh-huh. I think it's a kiss of death. It happened to Glenn. I'm sure it happened to the others. Like, how dare they put her like front and center and then do that to her? It was like the loser's row. It yeah. was her. Kate Blanchett and Austin Butler. I think that that, that mm-hmm. I saw. Yeah, no all losers. They're all winners. Let's you know. Let's not get it twisted. But but yeah, you put them life. that close to the stage. They think, oh, okay. Well, I guess they want it to be a quick walk when I come to get my Oscar. Right. I know Brendan Fraser was like out in left field. Yeah. Jeez, right. It was like I, I'm sorry. Did we not all think that was going to happen? But I guess anything can happen. Uh, oh my gosh. You know, just, uh, you know, for anyone who's like, what is going on here with this best supporting after show? As you may remember a couple weeks ago, we covered the SAGs in a extended best supporting after show, which extended right onto the main feed because we are, uh, we're, we're busy girls and we do not have time to do a main episode this week. Though, uh, if you've been playing along at home, we may have only talked about this on the best supporting after show, but we did make a bit of a promise uh, if Jamie Lee Curtis won the Oscar, what our next episode would be. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and, and we still have women talking in the hopper and Oscar winner as well. So, uh, all that to say that this week we are bringing the, the first half of the after show to the main feed to talk about the Oscars and then we'll scoot back just to Patreon and you're welcome to join us at patreon.com slash BSA pod for the rest of the after show. Um, and all previous after shows, I mean, there's just a, a true, you know, metric buttload of content. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, we also, I mean, how could we possibly talk about anything else this week other than the Oscars? It's, it's, it's practically the only reason this podcast exists. I feel like this was the Oscars that we were waiting for since we started this podcast. I agree. I really, and, and I, you know, when I, I really think the best supporting actor and actress category and Ariana DeBose and Troy Kotzer presenting, it was, it was like a culmination. Like I, I realized in that moment, it was an Olivia culmination of everything <laughs> we love, just all compressed into this one wonderful segment at, at, at a, mercilessly early hour of a very long award show <laughs> yeah i i feel the same but i all things considered too i do i'm ch i'm switching gears for a second here but i really do think jimmy kimmel was perfect i feel like he's such a solid choice and like a safe choice in ways you know what i mean like was it like the most amazing hosting i've ever seen no but like i think we all just needed something safe and reliable and funny and the jokes were solid and not too much cringe he did a little bit of crowd work but it was like it was safe crowd work i didn't feel that secondhand like cringe of wanting to just pull the like the covers over my face you know and i think that's a big part of this is like how you know rupaul talks about this on drag race all the time when the queens are you know hosting something or they're doing a stand-up comedy act where it's like the the one of the best critiques she can give is that like you put me at ease i was not yes. worried at all about what was going to happen i knew you had it covered and i think that was like that's the win is that especially in that opening monologue i thought the jokes were really funny and really solid yep. and the question was like okay how much are they going to acknowledge the slap and i thought yeah Make multiple jokes about it. Let's not walk on eggshells about that, that, that big baby, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you big baby. You big baby. <laughs> and, you know, they, they even, like, cited the Nicole Kidman AMC commercial. I was like, oh, this is just some gay in the writer's room. Make mm -hmm. sure to include that, you know? Yeah, and you know, and I, certainly as the show goes on and it gets a little bit longer, there's that part of me that's like, mm, do we need Cocaine Bear attacking Malala? I don't know. Why. No, I think that was probably the only. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yep. Yeah. We don't need it. Because at, need at that. that point, it's also like the economy of things. It's like, I also don't want Michelle Yeoh to feel rushed in two hours. <laughs> you know? Yes, exactly. I just picture, I feel like they did that whole bit just for the line, Cocaine Bear, get away from Malala. Like that was like the, supposed to be the punchline. Right. But it was... No, I don't think it, it needed to be. But I will say Elizabeth Banks handled that pretty, like like a pro up there with that cocaine bear, right? She presented with Yeah, she I'm presented with Yeah, yeah. And, and she was losing her voice and it was just I know. Like, Ugh, I hate that. Yeah. Like, it was like, well, that, that's what a long night of doing coke would sound like. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. But yeah, I, I would say overall, I mean, yes, they're long. And like, you know, it went over by like a, a half hour. But I also feel like it's it's like Thanksgiving, you, you always eat too much. It's always more than you need, but it's one time a year. Yeah, and there's that, like, middle ground of, like, what did you say in your text? Like, so, oh, you made, a like, a like some wordplay with All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, All's Boring on the Oscars Front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Yeah. it is. There's that sag, and I feel like that is the... The sort of like post Thanksgiving dinner, just like lying on the couch, what you know, pretending to watch football and liking it uh, with your family, and then like you know, 
it 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 turns back up again like around you know like i don't know 9 p.m when you get you unwrap a little bit of the stuffing in in like the foil on the fridge and get yep. a little pumpkin pie just in time for best picture and best actress and all that stuff yeah i, I certainly there is i mean it, it is what it is that you know uh best sound design and costumes and makeup god bless them it's just not the categories i tune in for um and so yeah there is kind of a lull but you know uh thing i feel like uh the the blessing of everything ever all at once winning so many awards is we got like their really hot editor winning an award. And I was like, man, I forgot. Oh, how, yes. I didn't realize how much I love the editing category. <laughs> right. I know we all perked up. Yeah. yeah someone, as long as it's someone hot. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, cause it was like that stretch where it was just like all quiet on the Western front, just kept winning award after award in the row. And they just kept playing the same, like, five seconds of the soundtrack and it was like and it was like some french guys like thank you very much for this honor yeah and, and it's like oh man you know can can we put a little put a little gouda on it can we like the and after a while it's like what more are they gonna say you know yeah um I yeah, it's I'm trying to th- just add anything to that, but yeah, I think that's you hit the nail on the head too. There's always that dip. I was you know that's when I was like starting to you know do a little bit of dishes in the sink and just like poking my head in and being like, what category is this? You know, or, yeah, you know, chasing Lucy around. It's you know I, it, it, right off the bat, like with best supporting actor and best supporting actress, I felt like that's all I needed to see in a way. I'm like, well, how do you top that? And then then you get that dip yeah really i i did feel like that was that first course of thanksgiving and i just ate so quickly you know <laughs> yes for sure and it was incredible Too but much. then i was like oh it's already over uh i've been we, we cooked for so many hours and i've already fit i'm already full you know yep then you have to sit at the table all mm-hmm. uncomfortable and wait for people to finish yeah yeah and so and you know and, and inevitably sit through like you know, the awkward moments where they play somebody off before they can thank their family. And like, I hate those (laughs) moments. I hate when that happens. One of my biggest pet peeves is like, if there's a group of three winning an Oscar, like, and I've seen examples of this before too. They're like, first person talks for 15 seconds, the next person talks and they're like right up there. It's like a relay race, Mm -hmm. but it's like, don't, like I feel like they they have a designated person sometimes, and then like in the moment everyone gets excited and they just want to like dive in there. I'm like, don't do that. Don't I, do yeah, that. understand who's gonna you know, like who's gonna say what they're gonna say and who's gonna thank their family at the after show or the the party or whatever. You yes, know? yes, yes. Yeah. Um. And and or you know early on I I was also very invested in you know best animated feature. I thought there was a possibility that My Little Marcel could have won an I Oscar. Know. Yeah. I know. And there was some contention around that. I feel like we talked about it because it's like not a fully animated movie, but like it is in a way too. I'm so glad it was included. Uh, and, and, you know, Guillermo, Guillermo, I was going to say Guillermo Del, and it came out Guillermo. <laughs> um, you know, another Oscar for him, which is always fun to see. Yeah, I just, you know, I I was like, well, I don't know. I I feel like there were three or four Pinocchios that came out in the past year or right? two. Pinocchio know, is like yeah, Marilyn is Monroe. We don't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no more Whitney Houston. Well, actually, I didn't see that bio biopic, the Whitney Houston one. Did you? Did anyone see it out there? Just like saying it to anyone who yeah. listened. Yeah, because it was on Why? Hulu or something, right? I think I need to watch that. Hmm. Um, I think we need a belt here. Yeah, I, I think uh, I feel like I was like I had grand plans to take my mom and my grandma to go see it over like Christmas break, and then of course I never did. Oh, I didn't <laughs> even know it was in theaters. I uh... in my mind it was. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. 
I thought it was like maybe a Lifetime movie, maybe a Hulu original. Right? Something yeah. like that. But Stanley Tucci was in it. He played like Clyde, Clive Davis. Is that, what, is that who it is? The music music producer? Oh, I, uh... I feel like it had like some good momentum and then it came out and then I never heard anything about it again too. I just I just looked up uh, who uh, I know who Clive Davis is, but I just like looked him up because I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. dance with somebody, yeah, the Tooch, the Tooch. So who else was in that? Who played Whitney? Uh, her name is Naomi Aki. Oh, I... I'm sure it's great. I mean, if anyone's listened to, listened to it, if anyone's watched it, let us know. I I don't know why I went on that tangent, but you know, here we are. Yeah, yeah. Here we'll talk about this movie that didn't get any nominations, but hey, that is. That is the truth of the Oscars. I think actually it's worth bringing it up because it's worth recognizing, especially when there's, you know, some, you know, some some disappointed faces like Angela Bassett's where it's like, yeah, these are five nominees. These are not necessarily the absolute best performances. I mean, I think about all of the performances that don't even get nominated or even ones that get close, like Danielle Deadweiler, you know, where it was like this, this woman wrung herself out for this movie. Yep. The fact that she wasn't one of the five, does that mean that she wasn't one of the best performances of the year? No, of course not. Um, yeah, that's what the Westons are for. That's what the, that is why we do the Westons <laughs> is to make sure that we recognize everybody in parts, big and small, uh, you know, yes. for their contributions. But, Oh, but yes, indeed. I, I did kind of, I, I did feel like the, the opening was the real high because it was like Jimmy Kimmel's monologue was great. And then animated feature and then the supporting character, you know, bundle. It was like, man, let's just, let's just cut right to everywhere. Everything ever all at once is hot editor. And then just scoot home, you know, call it a night. Yeah. And then just get through those last few categories. I, that's a, that's 45 minutes of good TV to me. Yeah. I, it really did start off with such momentum too, but what should we, should we get into some of these wins, Colin? I think we should. I think, uh, I mean, certainly no surprise. Uh, we were expecting it, but indeed. Uh, now, uh, is it Ki Hui Kwan or Ki Hui Kwan? Um, Ki Hui Kwan. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've said it both ways, but Ki Hui. I feel like it's like I feel like it's that ongoing inside joke on Family Guy of like cool whip. Um, I I think oh gosh, I don't know. I feel like we could debate all day, but um Mr. Kwan maybe one yeah, of the Yeah, yeah. Kihi won. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh yes, I mean that's the thing I loved about Best Supporting Actor and Actress this year was that the two of them were so genuinely gooped. Yeah. I mean, I think what I love the most there's so many things to break down in that. Like, first of all, Ariana DeBose starting to cry, like talking through tears, made me cry initially. Uh, and then like him walking up. And even though we all knew he was going to win, it still felt new and just as exciting every time with every award that he's got this season. That was such the micro moment is is Ariana DeBose's voice breaking on when she was announcing his name. I That just... Oh my God! I it was you no know, Ariana. You're all of us. <laughs> you're yes. all of us. She did the thing. She okay. did the thing. Oh, I, I, oh, I'm oh, it, and and I don't know why it didn't occur. Like we talked about this, we knew it would be Ariana Debose and and Troy Kotzer presenting, but it was like, 
oh, we love them. Oh, we love everybody on this stage right now. I just love everyone. I'm like that girl in Mean Girls. I just want to bake everyone a cake, you know? Yeah, you have a lot of feelings. I have a lot of feelings. Um, but I think also with, with Ki Kwan winning, I feel like, I mean, it, it's kind of been that that sort of, that story of like, you know, his, his career, you know, basically kind of descending and, and you know, the, the stories about him not having health insurance and all of that. It's like, it, it's it's one thing when like I don't know you know Matthew McConaughey wins it's like all right great you know like there isn't really like a a real that doesn't really grip me but like this really felt like I don't know a real human being who really did have the dream come true you know yeah I I again it just felt so you're right there with him and it was a great speech and Ariana DeBose is like wiping tears away as she gave it to him. It was just so beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. I, and, and I'll be curious to see, you know, what happens next to this career. I know he and uh, Michelle Yeoh, I guess are in a new Marvel movie. So uh, I, I, I don't think the man needs to worry about health insurance anymore. If he's got yeah. that Marvel money and I'm so oh happy God, to see yeah. it. Yeah. The dream. Yeah. Uh, and I think Stephanie Hsu is in it as well. I think I saw that too. Yeah, I think there was an ad during it. Was it a TV show or was it a movie? Maybe it's a series. It's like American-born Chinese. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, it might be a movie. We'll look into it. Yeah. But either way, I was like, well, this is, this is, this is probably the best thing that could happen to these actors. Is like, here, here's a big fat Marvel paycheck. Welcome back. You know. I know. Ugh. Ugh. And then you know the, the, the our name our, the time came to find and I really didn't know who who was going to win but best supporting actress I'll tell you this we talked about this and I thought I think Angela Bassett might take it and as they were announcing the nominees I, it was like it suddenly occurred to me I was like no it's Jamie it's going to be Jamie they're not going to vote yes. for Marvel for a Marvel movie it's just not going to happen regardless of the fact that I think Angela Bassett was probably the strongest performance I, know. I mean I know. pound for pound one of the most just incredible performances I've seen in the past year but I just I felt like no I I just think it the Oscar voters are I don't know I just don't think they saw Wakanda forever I don't know I just don't know if it's going to happen yeah, I know. I, I feel the same. It's like, I imagine like my mom tuning in to watch the Oscars to watch Jamie Lee Curtis. Not that she's like, you know, she didn't see everything everywhere. But like, I imagine middle America, like seeing that face, seeing not that Angela Bassett hasn't had the career, you know, it's in. I totally agree that it is a stronger performance. And, I, you know, I was watching a couple TikToks today and like a lot of them said that like Jamie Lee might have been the weakest out of all of them, but still a good performance nonetheless. But it's just like an interesting performance. It's, it's not as heavy, you know, as uh, Queen Ramonda or anything like that. But I, I, I see why it happened. And I had the same exact split second like thought right before they announced the name. I was like, it, I think it's Jamie. Yeah. And, and, you know, when we did, you know, everything ever all at once last week, you know, one of the things I, I don't think we even talked about this in the episode, but one of the things I felt watching it again was like, oh, she's not in that much of the movie. Yeah. You know, maybe that was a, yeah, the impact. Right. And, and not that, you know, obviously Beatrice Strait can be in it for six minutes and win an Oscar for network. And so like, it's what you do with the time you're given. But I, that was something, I guess I, I, 
was most surprised by was like, oh yeah, she kind of disappears for most of the middle of the movie. So, um, you know, and, and I think that, I don't know. I mean, I, I think her winning for me was, was so much less about like quote unquote, the right performance winning and so much more about just getting to see Jamie Lee Curtis in the same way we saw Olivia Coleman, you know, just, yeah, just, I don't know, spiral and joy. Uh, I, I love Jamie Lee Curtis's face when she wins. I love the like, oh shit. <laughs> I know. There was a TikTok. I think it was like a blind item or something like that. This girl just reads like blind, blind, whoa, take two, blind item after blind item. And one of it was like talking about Jamie Lee Curtis about how she um, like, they they went through like eight different like types of reactions with her team because she and I, I, I don't I don't know if I believe that whatever but like it's it almost seems I, who was just talking about this maybe it was a TikTok maybe it was another podcast that like everything that Jamie Lee Curtis has done within the past like two or three months feels like she's trying to make this viral moment because of how but because of that like joy and that freeness that we we're talking about too and like she's so outspoken but it's also borderline cartoony and I was like I I see that point of view but I'm still enjoying it at the same time did you see oh my gosh wait did you see the Chloe Chloe Fine yes oh yeah I was gonna assign it to you if you haven't seen oh it. yeah that no, was really good um, but that's like a perfect example of what we've been seeing it is such it's perfect you know and it's like I I hear all of that and then I just feel like that yeah it's it's like people people can just not be happy. You know, it's like, no, yeah. I've got to debunk it. I've got to see through it. No, it's this. No, it's just like, I mean, the way I see it is like, it's everything we've talked about with Jamie Lee Curtis. She's Holly weird. She's not real. Yeah. She's not like, she's not like a down to earth person. She's a Holly weirdo. And yeah. like, all you have to do is just do like the cross reference to her on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. This is who she is. I, I, the idea that she doesn't feel natural. It's like, well, yeah, she's she's Jamie Lee Curtis. She's a yeah. weirdo, and like, I don't. I, the idea that all of this is like performed is like, well, then good, give her the Oscar because it's a great performance. Yeah, I mean, if. I just feel like, you know, as far as campaigns and everything, too, it's like she's just been so solid the whole way through, even though like she hadn't been winning everything. She still was in the game. Yeah. And I and and ultimately, that's all the Oscars are about. I mean, just look at Andrea Riseborough, you know, like it's literally about your campaign. And so yeah. look at the presidential elections. It's just about your campaign. It's not whether or not you're suitable to be a president, you know. Yeah. And so like to fault this woman i mean there's also like to me there's also like the the sort of career oscar and that like she has literally yep. been working since the 70s and yep. has never been nominated and i don't know like i if we're gonna give sandra bullock an oscar for the blind side like yeah i no. i don't think there's any sneezing at jamie lee curtis and and the still incredible transformation she had in that movie yeah, in a way, like so many of these wins felt like so reminiscent of like the Shit's Creek wins. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It was almost like a clean. So I mean, there there was no one in lead actor for everything, everywhere, all at once, too. But 
I think it's I, I think Stephanie Shu is perfectly fine that like she didn't I mean of course she probably wanted to win everyone would but w- that um oh my gosh was it w- after Michelle Yeoh's speech when they pan back out uh-huh. there and she has her face in her hands and she's just weeping it was so funny yeah and so like perfect and and it's I mean yeah I feel like if I were her it's like uh, to get an Oscar nomination this early into your career is yeah pretty incredible and and it's also the fact that like you lost to your co-star and all of you were in the best picture of the year, you know? Yeah. And so like, you're, and fine. you're fine and you're, you're, you contributed to that. And so I, you know, and, and, you know, I, I feel like in terms of Angela Bassett, I mean, the, the sort of policing of how she should have reacted. I, I, oh, yeah. I fully understand. I fully, I mean, again, you sit her in that front row. She's got, pretty much the same narrative of like she's been working for decades and his and you know this could be not only the oscar for the performance itself but a sort of career recognition as well there was equally the same story there and you know uh i i i respect the fact that she let her real emotions show i think that that's yeah that's a human response Oh my gosh, yeah, I would just, I mean, Courtney B. Vance, her husband, had like an even better, like, I wish, I wish there was just a camera still on him because he told us everything. And you know, it's his wife, of course he wants her to win. Mm -hmm. I just, it was such, I felt it, even more than I felt when Glenn lost, I feel like I felt stronger about this and just like the, oh man, but yay, but oh Mm -hmm. man. Yeah. You know, is she just going to get like an honorary Oscar and like, eight years you know what I mean or is there another is there another role out there for her and maybe there is and I hope there is because it's fucking Angela Bassett like she she is like she does the thing she does she consistently does the thing I mean I feel like the ultimate irony is like some year it's going to be Glenn Close and Angela Bassett both in the running (gasps) I don't think I could handle I know, that. I know. I don't even put that out there. And probably someone else that we love, you know? Like it's, Yeah, and like Michelle Williams and Amy Adams. Yeah, and like, right. It's going to be all... And Annette Benning. <laughs> Oscars all-stars. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I, I would love to see it. Yeah, I know. Abso- oh, yeah, Annette Benning, absolutely. Like, totally. The, there will be a year where all of the quote-unquote snubbies will uh, be nominated. Oh, my gosh. What a great... Yeah, I mean, I would... I would love that. Yeah. But it's, you know, and and uh, that being said, you know, my, because I also, I rewatched Olivia Coleman's, you know, acceptance speech for the favorite. Because uh, if Jamie Lee Curtis at the Oscars this year does not send your endorphins through the roof, then Olivia Coleman at the Oscars a couple years ago will. And, you know, I, I remember feeling like, oh, oh, Glenn, she didn't win. But also like, I don't want Glenn to win for the wife. Yep, I remember we had that conversation, yes. Yeah, and like, because I just think, and and not that I don't want Angela Bassett to win for Wakanda forever, but there was like that sense of like, oh, I want her, I like, who cares what I think, but like in the fantasy of the Oscars, I'm like, oh man, but like, what if it was something like else, you know? Like, what if the legacy was yeah. attached to something else other than her her appearance in a Marvel movie, you know? Yeah, three years from now she might be in some incredible movie and you know scoop up a, a lead acting Oscar mm-hmm. that would be crazy I would I we're always kind of rooting for her especially after this I it's it's crazy to think about what could happen because these four specifically you know I think about previous years where even like speaking of uh, Matthew McConaughey it's like I would have never put him in a category of like one day winning an Oscar mm-hmm. I just I just never would have done it and he did and these four 
also have. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis, it makes so much sense. And there's so many other women and men in that sort of status, you know, or in that stratosphere of like being in the game for so long, too, that will never get it. And I don't know. It's just it's just exciting for her. And I I want other people to just chill out for a second. Just chill. Yeah. And, and ultimately, like it it does and it doesn't matter you know what i mean like what what yeah. matters to me is is the great tv and the great campaigning of jamie lee curtis at the oscars and and leading up to the oscars but like yeah the story yeah as time goes on i won't think any more or less of that performance or that movie based on how many oscars it won i still think it's an incredible movie i still think that she is a holly weird queen um but it it's just about the pageant of it all you know I agree. And to your point about like all of the winners this year, like I think the idea that like all four of these people, you know, best actor, best actress and the, you know, supporting actor and actress, there was that sense of like, yeah, they, none of them were ever on my short list to like be Oscar contenders. And, and even a movie like everything ever all at once was not really a movie I expected to be a sweep, including best picture at the Oscars. I guess it, it makes the Oscars a little more interesting because it's like, if, not to besmirch anybody, but there was the sense that, like, if all's quiet on the Western Front one, it's like, okay, well, that's not surprising for Best Picture. It's a men's war movie, you know? And, and yeah, again, yeah, I yeah. still recognize it's probably an incredibly well-made movie. It's just not my, my bag. Um, if Austin Butler won, again, it's not begrudging the performance. It's more of like, oh, look, another someone else playing a dead celebrity won an Oscar. Never saw that coming, you know? Yeah. Um, and if Kate Blanchett won, it'd be like, yeah, like in the third Oscar. I mean, incredible performance, but like it's a little expected, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and so just down the line, that's just that sense of like, you start to feel like Meryl Streep that one time when she won and she's like, oh, come on, you know? <laughs> yes. Her. Her again. Uh, again. <laughs> yes. I, I do feel, even though we knew that Kihi uh, Kwan was going to win there there's always that part like it still felt new and it still felt like his first win you know what i mean and like i i really i feel i feel i really feel that like all four of uh, like the acting categories there wasn't really anything that was etched in stone besides kihi kwan but and and like brendan fraser was like everyone had someone that they were kind of up against too and i i really truly couldn't relax until i knew that michelle yo got that oscar i was just like oh my god what if she doesn't get it i was pacing around my living room you know yeah there was that sense of it kind of being like you know when they all ex- like oh when they all expected chadwick boseman to win and then oh my god anthony hopkins won and then wasn't there and then they just rolled the credits and it was like oh is that oh gonna happen god. again and um and and hey it bears repeating Queen Anthony Hopkins earned that Oscar. That man was incredible in The Father. Yeah, it's it sucks because it is so good. Yeah, and so is Chadwick. I mean, yeah, <sighs> but but I you know if we're if we're talking about best actor, best actress, why don't we scoot two and a half hours yeah. ahead? Let's um, do it. I guess before we get there, the one thing I want to say is it it does seem like a, a, a teensy bit of controversy was I believe that her name is Thames. She was one of the artists nominated for. Um, the Rihanna song for Wakanda Forever, and she was the, okay. the woman in the white dress with the big collar. Oh yes, the, and there was, and there were people on social media who were like, "Oh, it's very rude," you know, and like, mm-hmm. and I, and 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 then there were some people who were like, "Well, if you're seated behind Thames, that's a you problem. You must not be as good as her." And I was like, "No, that's not how the seating at the Oscars works." Other than the front row, 
Bro, 27 and 28 are the same caliber. Um, yeah. But, like, there was that part of me. It was like, yeah, I mean, come on. Like, I know you want to, like, make a statement and be seen. But, like, I think you're all there at the Oscars. Like, there's a moment of empathy of, like, the people behind you deserve to be able to see what the fuck's going on as well. I totally agree. I saw that and was, like, immediately annoyed not mad i was just like i just wish there was some component in that garment that could easily just have like like a train in a wedding dress that you could just clip off you know what i mean mm-hmm. or just like take fold it down because what if it was like what if someone brought their mom as a date to the oscars and like that's where like your mom was seated you know what i mean exactly. I'd be so i would care so much more about i mean i would be annoyed as well i and don't they send in i feel like in my mind at least doesn't everyone have to like send in what they're wearing or something i feel like there's some sort of process like that oh um, i don't know about that yeah I don't, I don't know in my mind because like what if people show up in the same th- like outfit you know we don't need like an india farah and oh, <laughs> what's her face yeah uh phoenix uh, prison phoenix, honey yes yeah. yes exactly oh. um and and moment happening and yeah. this goes for like i think lady gaga a couple years ago showed up in some big monstrosity this goes for anybody who shows up in in, in at the oscars at a movie theater at a regular theater like don't be an asshole like we're all we all know that we all want to see what's going on (laughs) yeah i feel like especially nowadays it's like people are on their fucking phones the whole time people are just like the etiquettes is just i feel like patty lapone we have lost our etiquettes in the theater i don't know what she says during that whole speech but like it's true in a way and i feel like a cranky old man but like just sit there be quiet enjoy the show and that's all you have to do it's just two hours yeah well in this Mm. case it was probably like five hours five hours but still i mean so that i mean it was like yeah it was one of those things where it's like oh god like no i'm on i'm definitely on team pull that down yeah for a second you know team the woman behind thames yeah (laughs) i know um Uh, but indeed, uh, you know, uh, many, many years later, we finally, you know, we, we saw everything everywhere at once as hot editor win. And then it was time to get down to brass tacks. And um, I, I do feel like the, the Daniels, as they're called, I thought that they were very economical in their seven speeches. Like they knew their time, you know, they knew the clock was ticking and they got in some good speeches in a very short period of time. Ugh, I just love them both. I love what they were wearing. I love their whole vibe. You know, they were able to fit in everything, like you just said. You know, they mentioned like like the drag bill that's like mm-hmm. being you know, like being discussed now too in like three seconds and you know, it got a cheer and then on to the next award. It was great. Yeah, and, and it is really exciting to see, you know, weirdos like them, and I say that with a lot of love, but weirdos like them getting Oscars. And I, and I don't know, I, I think that's like you know you sort of expect okay these these are going to be independent spirit award kind of winners you know and yeah um and it just feels i don't know i i i like that people like them are being validated at this high of a level you know yep it's super cool and encouraging it just feels like they're everyday people in a way yeah that, i think that's another big part of it is like when they were speaking i was like i feel like yeah i feel like i if i met you in real life this is exactly how you would be and this is exactly who you are also, going back to Hot Editor for a second, too, 
it's his second movie and he did it i mean i know he had a team but the first thing i said was like he's the only editor like why is it this guy because there's no way someone did this by themselves but maybe they did i don't know yeah I, and it really and it's so deserved that movie is yes. a feat of editing it yeah, really yeah, yeah. is uh i was so happy to see that and yeah that's i think that's kind of cool too like uh I don't know. It makes me want to like, it, it kind of made me interested in like, well, what was your process? Like, how did you, how did you do it? And like, what were you wearing while you did it? You know, <laughs> what were you wearing? Yeah. I know it's like, these are the things where, you know, back in the day you'd get the, that DVD, the special edition with the extras and the commentary and everything too. It's like, how do we get that? How there needs we, to be a featurette. Yeah. How do we get that's you're so right is now that we don't like dvds are not kind of like requisite like how do you get all the special features on a movie now i want it out of any movie that's come out in the past 20 mm -hmm. years like i want it for this yeah and i know there's a lot of deleted like they cut a lot from everything ever all at once and different universes yeah. they created like i Ugh. would love to see all of that i know so I feel like this year, am, am I crazy that they switched the order of Best Actor and Best Actress? Because I always thought Best Actress came before Best Actor. I thought so, too. And I think this is the second year they've done it, right? In my head, at least. Here's a quick question, because I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. But who won Best Actress last year? Oh, Jessica Chastain. Which I, we I, I cannot believe. that We talked about this. I just we did. still we don't did. believe that she won. Who is she up For against? The eyes of Tammy. This is what I need. I know that we're supposed to be talking about these this year's Oscars, but like Oscars twenty twenty two. Who I feel yeah, I feel like it was some sort of very similar trajectory of Jamie Lee Curtis, to be honest, because Jessica Chastain won the SAG Award, and it was like a very like unexpected thing, and everyone's like, oh my god, is she gonna win the Oscar now? And then she did, but there were people that were in were front runners so to speak i remember but it wasn't well by the time i'm done rambling i'm sure you probably already got there well i'm there ah uh, yes okay ah uh, there so jessica chastain according to wikipedia she won for the eyes of tammy faye i don't believe wikipedia and i don't believe you so i don't know what either <laughs> of you are talking about um but the other nominees were our girl olivia coleman for sonia morgan's my lowest daughter of course uh Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers. Oh, that's right. Which we did do. We did talk. We talked mm, about both of those great. movies. Yep. Uh, oh, you know who in the beam, oh, you right. know what. <laughs> oh, we did, we did an episode on that too, right? Begrudgingly. Didn't we do an episode? I think we did. Yeah. I, think we, I remember talking about, um, oh God, is it another Ariana? Uh, oh, um, yes. Uh, uh, oh. What's her name? Uh well, she wasn't go. nominated, but it was... Uh, yep, she played... Oh, my God. Nina Arianda. Nina Arianda. Oh, my God. Oof, yeah, boy. Was... My brain was just like, nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah. We don't have that anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> we're out of that one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then Kristen Stewart and Spencer. Oh, yeah. So it was... And I didn't... I still haven't seen Eyes of Tammy Faye. I kept hearing mixed reviews about it, so it was just like, oh, all right, I'll get to it. I think... All of those, maybe minus Nicole Kidman in, in your opinion and in my opinion, to be honest, could have won. Mm -hmm. I think they're all sort of evenly keeled and equally great. And I think it's such an interesting category to, to sort of, or year to revisit because I, I loved Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye. You know, she has like the one scene where she's talking to like the gay guy on the, um, mm. like the television and that's the moment she wanted. But, and I don't have a lot of frame of reference for Tammy Faye, um, 
So maybe that's why I was just like, yeah, this is great. But I do think, I think I saw, of course, a TikTok, but I'll have to send it to you because it was very, very behind the scenes, like her script. Um, It was Jessica Chastain and she was showing her Eyes of Tammy Faye script and like how many notes she had in it down to like, I'm going to place my left hand on the back of this chair and then I'm also going to lean in on this word and I'm going to maybe lift my wrist up in this way. Like it was so mechanical and so thought out that I was like, yeah, this, I mean, not to say that other actors don't do that or, you know, whether, cause you know, Olivia Coleman doesn't do anything. She just like shows up to set and she's like, I guess I'm the queen of England. Now. Yeah. Right. All right. <laughs> well, I suppose. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No research and everyone has their process, but it's, yeah, it's it was an interesting year, and I loved Kristen Stewart and Spencer too. I loved that movie. That movie was, I mean, you know, I, I, you put it with you know uh, uh, Pinocchio and Marilyn Monroe. We don't need any more Diana movies. But yes, true. If if there was going to be a Diana movie, they I I, I remember being really kind of excited uh, by like, oh, you've you've taken the character and put her into a fairy tale, you know. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, yes. It was a really cool movie, and I love that ending. I loved when like she and the kids went to McDonald's in a Porsche. <laughs> I know. It was, oh, God, she's so good in it. I just love that sort of, who's the guy that directed The Shining? It's sort of like that Stanley sort Kubrick. of lens. Yeah, yeah almost. Yeah. It, it, like a a thriller. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I thought it was very possible that she could have won. And so, um, well, I guess I'll have to catch up on Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye and see what she apparently yeah, give it a maybe won an Oscar for. <laughs> I know. And we love her. And like, I, it just, but I think it, it did come after Will. I think obviously it came after him because like the slap happened and she, she was, I guess the last acting category after him. Yeah. Cause it was kind of like the big distraction of like, yep. yeah. And that's why we don't remember it. Cause we were all sort of shell shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that checks out, but indeed this year again, they, uh, it was, uh, gentlemen first and, yes. uh, you know, uh, I, I think that Brendan Fraser was, and apparently it's Fraser and not Fraser, but I'm going to struggle yep. with that for the rest of my I life. I know, right? Uh, Same. I, I feel like he was, I, I think he was on a different planet and I don't begrudge that at all. I wouldn't know. I, I would just make whale references the entire time as well. Oh my gosh, he makes me so nervous when he's up there. He sounds like he's just about to, I don't know, like uh, short circuit. It's like he's he's not taking in enough oxygen. You know, his, mm-hmm. everything sounds like a gasp when he's talking. And I'm like, it's okay. But I'm sure, like, it's crazy to think about, mm-hmm. like, that he is up on that stage. And there's this part of me that feels like, I mean, like, I know some of the details of, like, what had happened with Brendan Fraser and kind of being, you know, blacklisted in some ways and the, sort yeah. of the sexual assault against him and all that stuff. Um, but when I... There's a part of me that feels like, is this strange? Is there ever a sense that he's standing here accepting an Oscar from the like industry that kind of turned its back on him? You know, like, is that I a know. narrative? You know? Yeah, I feel like, wasn't there something, one of our best supporting actress ladies, um, was it um, uh, Murder on the Orient Express? Wasn't she, didn't she go through something? Ingrid Bergman, I think, yeah, yeah. she was blacklisted, I think. A similar yeah. sort of feeling. Mm-hmm. So it's part of the narrative. I mean, you really can't ignore it when you think about it, too. It's like, it's it's not, I hate to say like apology Oscar, but like, luckily it was a performance that sort of merited that kind of, award it wasn't just like oh you know it wasn't a murder on the orient express woof um but i 
I'm so happy for him. And I did notice that someone on the Plex account was watching The Whale. Was it you? Yes, it was. Okay. Yes, it should was. We ho- should we save it for the after show or what? Or, or the, how do you want to tackle this? The, so I'm, this is the this after, is the show, after show. Yeah. Patreon, I should say. Should we save it for Patreon? Or do sure. You if y'all want to hear my thoughts on The Whale, that'll be on Patreon. Perfect. Um, but I did I did think one of the things he said was that I thought was kind of beautiful was when he said, you know, uh, only whales can swim to the depths of Hong Chao's talent. And I thought that was like a beautiful thing to say. I know. And the way she just sat there and cried, mm-hmm. like kind of like her face was just emotionless in a way. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, I'm so interested in her. I can't wait to talk. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I um, she was so someone we weren't talking about at all this Oscar race. And I I'm. That now makes her more interesting to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Every time I hear her name, I just think, Hong Chao, Dolly D. <laughs> no, I do too. I do too. I need to memorize that whole thing. Hong Chao, Dolly D. And then Dolly De Leon just, like her lip just moves a millimeter. Yeah. Oh, it's, mm. not even a, it's not even a smirk. No, it's just like, oh. A, yeah. Um, but indeed, I, I am so happy for Brendan Fraser and Fraser, if you will. And I'm very curious to see what happens next? There's a part of me that feels like so long as the man is still gainfully employed and making money and supporting his family, if he doesn't do another prestige picture, who cares? Like, I just think this is like, I'm, I'm so glad he got this moment, you know? Gosh, I feel like all four of them too. Like, can you imagine just like going back to the hotel room and collapsing and just mm-hmm. like, cause it's like, it's running the marathon and like coming down off of that adrenaline and like I mean granted I would be partying all night of course but like huh, just like that aftermath of like there was like such a great one I used to work at Barnes and Noble back in the day when um Kate Blanchett won her Oscar for Blue Jasmine I think it was like in Entertainment Weekly I like picked it up and like was leafing through it and there's this like beautifully shot picture of her like in her hotel room like you know she's like just woke up and like her Oscars on her stand and there's just like her purse and her shoes are on the floor I was like ah that sounds nice well that'd be such an interesting like little short film is like the next morning after the Oscars for like best actress you know the, the like what is your life the next morning you know Oh God, I know. It's just like such a roller coaster. I mean, I'm sure there's just like a, the the press tour then continues, you know. Yeah. Um, but speaking of best actress, uh, you know, I mean, it it's 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 just it's so weird to think. Oh no, I don't want Kate Blanchett to win because like she's so fucking good in Tar. It's stupid. <laughs> I know, I know, but everyone would be, it would be the Meryl over Viola, mm-hmm. you know? I know, absolutely, and and I feel like even Kate Blanchett was like, oh, I, I I don't need to win, it's, oh, whatever, you know, who cares? Um, yeah, she's got two of them, it's fine. Yeah, and, and she's going to continue to do incredible movies, like. Yes, that is yeah. her MO, yeah. like, that's all she does, kind of, so she's fine. Right, she will absolutely win probably two more Oscars in her career, <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, she's just incredible, but, um. I really feel like, you know, I, I sent you that that interview that Michelle Yeoh did with the MSNBC. Uh, yes. You know, uh, I don't remember the woman's name, but. Yeah, I can't remember uh, either. But, you know, and, and them talking in the end about, you know, why it matters for her to win. And like Michelle Yeoh, of course, you know, got gets choked up. And I just love that, like, the interviewer got so caught up. She's like, I want you to win, too. And then they just hug. And, they, and, and it was just such a sweet moment. And I really felt like that was. That really summed up how, like, so many of us felt. It's like, I just, I want this for you. I want what this means. And, like, I want that narrative to come true, you know? Yep. 
I 100% agree. And I feel like even with the movie itself, too, it's like everyone seemed to be rooting for it. Every time that name was read mm-hmm. as a winner, everyone was excited. And even on the red carpet, it's like, oh, my gosh, red carpet interviews have just gone. Love you, Laverne Cox. But I, and I, again, I, it's like I say that and I sound shitty because I'm sure it is so hard to keep up with everything, especially like the first couple of years that you're really kind of doing this and like watching all the movies and thinking of something quippy to say. And but some of it, you know, she asked every single person the same question. What story are you telling with your outfit? And no one answered that question the way that she meant it to be answered. <laughs> They're just like, well, you know, it's Valentino or, you know, and 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 I, but I get it. It's a thoughtful question, but it, you know, it's not necessary. Well, I feel like, you know, the Oscars, we all know the Oscars in and of themselves are, you know, a pageant and whatever and campaigning and all that stuff. But like the red carpet really exposes just how like stupid all of this is, you know? And, and I feel like that's why Joan Rivers was so great because that's exactly who we needed was someone who was going to be like not taking it seriously, but was still going to be putting on a good show on the red carpet. Yeah. I just, I, I can imagine being nervous. And honestly, too, it's like Laverne was meeting like some of these, like the biggest stars in Hollywood ever. Like I would just be a puddle. I I don't think I'd be able to get through it. And she is getting through it, but it's just, it's hard. I feel like there's this new crop of interviewers on the red carpet and they're, they're just kind of finding their footing. Yeah. And I, I guess I saw the clip and I don't remember the woman, I think her name is Ashley something, but I saw the clip of her interviewing Hugh Grant and he was just like not having it. And yeah. And I and I understand the idea of like, well, Hugh, if you don't want to give an interview, you know what these are. You've been doing this forever. You know these interviews are vapid and they're not for you. They're for the people at home. So like play ball a little bit. But there's also that part of me was like, I respected someone who was like basically saying without saying it, like that's a stupid question, you know? Yeah, or like pivoting in some clever way too because it almost feels like if, it, if it's not Ryan Seacrest, I don't think there, there's like as much respect there. Uh, for people because it's just like I can I can only imagine how many people they have to talk to and like are obligated to talk mm-hmm. to or contractually I don't know how it works at all but um you know exposure exposure is exposure but uh yeah it's tough yeah I mean the what I I I hate that the, one of the things I hate the most about the red carpet now is that stupid slow mo camera thing yeah I, I know. hate that it gives me like such cringe uh, <laughs> it's one of my least favorite things <laughs> right now <laughs> yeah i know because that poor guy who i feel like has gone a little bit viral i see him all the time on like instagram or tiktok and stuff like who has to explain like what it is to like kathy bates you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it's it's like you know if you have a dress like give us a twirl but you have to do it really fast and some people really nail it i think it should be for like people 25 and younger and yeah you know, let let Kathy Bates just keep on walking. Let her just do a good old 1993 step and repeat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with how with that. But yeah, the all you know, let these younger actors who you know know how to put themselves on camera, you know, uh, yep. and, and do moments on TikTok. Let them recreate these stupid TikTok moments on the red carpet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know how we got here. I feel like we were talking about Michelle Yeoh, and then it just, well, I, you know, yeah. I I don't know, but let's talk about Michelle Yeoh. Yes. Uh. So, thing. I mean, I what I will say is I feel like, especially after watching like her win the SAG, it was like. She was more prepared this time. She was like, okay, no, I need to like have, I need to A, have a a quieter dress on and B, like, let me make sure I know what I want to say up there, you know? 
Agreed. I've been waiting for this speech. And, you know, even it, it, I think out of the four, maybe my least favorite speech, but like by a hair, like everyone else was so good. It's hard to like cap like all like Brendan Fraser and Kihi Kwan like winning after like 30 years of not getting or not doing much. You know what I mean? Um, so but yes, you're right. It was a little bit more tempered and it, she seemed to have her thoughts gathered. Yeah, I would say it, it wasn't the like sob fest of you know, maybe any other win that she's had or, or moment yeah. with her. Um, but I, you know, <clears throat> I love, I love that sense of like, I think Ki Kwan also said this, but you know, but whenever someone is like, my mom is watching this right now. Yeah. You know, they look right in the camera, like mom, I won. Like, I just, I think that is, that's really, be- it's just so beautiful. And so like, that's something I think all of us can kind of connect with is like that moment of like your parent seeing you like succeed at this level. Yes, I know. It's so special. It's like, and a lot of times too, like, especially if, if it's someone later in their years too, like parents pass away and to, 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 to be able to share that and like, and show everyone on TV as well too. It's, it's really special. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am, I'm so glad she won. I'm so, ugh. and then, I mean, I felt like then the icing on the cake and I, I thought, I don't know, it, it could be all quiet on the Western front, but it seems like everything would point towards everything ever all at once. But like that was just, it was like Coda winning last year. It was like, Oh, you made the right decision. And the whole Harrison Ford, Kihi Kwan <gasps> moment. Oh, that, yeah, that was like a surprise bit of dessert at the end of Thanksgiving that I didn't know I had room for. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't really see those pictures, like the side by side comparison until the next day too. But I was like, Oh, that's so wonderful. Yeah. And he like, kind of like jumped up on stage and like maybe hugged Harrison a little too hard, you know? <laughs> right. Right. Well, Harrison was like holding on for dear life on his own. Yeah. I felt, I mean, it's so sad when you see this, but I felt like the camera was zooming in because I seemed like maybe his hands were shaking. You know what I mean? Oh no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people get old he, and mm-hmm. you know, maybe he was nervous. Maybe he's old. That's what they say about me. Maybe he's nervous. Yeah. Maybe he's, old. <laughs> maybe he's born um, with it. Maybe he's nervous. Maybe he's yeah. old. Yeah. Maybe it's Maybelline. I, that's right. I, I, you brought up an interesting point that I almost forgot to talk about too. I don't like the close-ups of the acceptance speech. I like mm. a little bit of distance. I, I, I like because you could see it like setting. They, you could see the camera being set up in some of the shots. Um, I don't know. I, it, I just felt. Um, what's the the end out. I just feel so intrusive. Oh right? yeah, I feel so. I I, I feel what so invasive. I, I feel you need space. <laughs> that's right. I know you need space. Yes. I feel so invasive. <laughs> I th- that's how I felt the whole time. But it, you know, it's they're right up in there. Yeah, I mean, I I guess it's because they just want to capture all of those little. It's like whenever you're watching, like uh, I don't know, an interview or something, and and whenever the person being interviewed starts to get choked up you can see the camera like slowly zooming in and it's like oh god yes and i know that's what i want as well i want to see those tears but like oh look at us feasting on someone's despair i know know. oh gosh there was one other thing i keep i feel like we're steering away from michelle sorry i bet just to kind of put a button on that conversation too i was so relieved when she won and I know we, we already talked about Best Picture too, but I, I just felt like it really was that Schitt's Creek moment. And she was the, was it Annie Murphy was the last one yes, to get her Emmy? Yes, mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. It's like, it's, it's in ways it's who I care about the most on this show. And I'm, I'm glad that it, it, it was, you know, both outcomes were what I wanted. Right, like it, it it's only one out of many wins, but it would have felt like a big loss. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just love that now Michelle Yeoh and Jamie Lee Curtis are a best actress, best supporting actress duo. I love when that happens. Yes, we do love that. Oh, uh, yeah. We should do an episode where we, we just like chart the like all of the, the BA, BSA uh, duos. Oh, yeah. I mean, we got Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Mm-hmm. We have Network. Network. Uh huh. Um, those are the only two I could think I of. I right know. Now. I was going to say, I think those are the only two I can think of. And, and that's where I was like, oh, I can't. This is going to be the joy of my life is that. Must say research, but that Google hunt, you know, that Google search, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I just, I love that, and and when I think about that, like, kind of like that that picture of of Elizabeth Taylor and Sandy Dennis, yes. um, I I love the idea of like the everything everywhere all at once version of that picture is Michelle Yeoh and Jamie Lee Curtis sitting outside the um, the laundromat, you know, uh, yeah. like just sitting back against oh the gosh. window, like that. That's like the perfect example of the two of them as the best actress, best supporting actress. I do love that. I yeah. think that's really fun. Uh, well, there's no shots of Beatrice Strait and Faye Dunaway together, but... Uh, Very true. Yeah. But that's fine because Beatrice Strait doesn't need Faye Dunaway. She, she, she's, yeah. she's in one... She's in two scenes and on one set in that movie. She never leaves the apartment in that movie. Yep. Um, and she still won. But, uh, you know, it, it's worth mentioning as well because I, I didn't fully expect it to happen, but... Women Talking won <gasps> Best ori- uh, Adapted Screenplay. I knew it would win. I said it last week. I said, I, I mean, I didn't say I knew it would win, but like, I I just thought that movie was so beautiful. I just, I, I love. Beautifully written, that is. I, I'm so happy for Sarah Polly. I'm such a big fan of hers. And I just felt like, oh, even without having seen the movie yet, I know that it's well-earned. Like, she's just so good. And we got to see our Sheila. We got to see Sheila and Jesse Buckley just, you know, supporting her mm-hmm. I as she know. walked up on stage. I yeah. just, I, I was just so gooped that Sheila McCarthy got to see co-star of House Arrest, Jamie Lee Curtis, win an Oscar. Like <laughs> two of our House Arrest ladies were part of the Oscars. It's wild. <laughs> oh, it's just so great. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, overall, I mean... Uh, very satisfying very satisfying evening and uh and you know by the end it's just like oh just go home there's nothing else to say just go home you know what I mean? but the end of the oscars it's just like we got to put the news on there's no big fanfare yes. at the end you know i know when they come up it should just be like have a great night folks yeah see you next year but at that point i was also like it is an hour and a half past my bedtime so oh i know keon and i like crawled up the stairs i was like oh my god i hate how late it is yeah but you know it's worth it. It's worth it. And it and it won't happen again for another year. So what are you gonna do? Yeah. Any other any other thoughts on the Oscars? No, I mean I guess one thought is just that movies like Tar or The Fablemans and even Banshees of Inisherin didn't win anything. That's true, big goose eggs. Yeah. That was really surprising that they didn't win anything. I really thought Steven Spielberg was going to win Best Director, but I, I don't really know what that race looked like, but I'm obviously glad that the Daniels won too. So, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. Uh, but and, and imagine, I mean, being the Daniels and being like, oh, Steven Spielberg, we won over you. Like, that is... That, I mean, I feel Oof. like I, I would not know how to process the fact that I beat Steven Spielberg for Best Director. Yeah, wouldn't want to run into him in the bathroom at the Vanity Fair no, party. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Maybe pick up my Oscar from the urinal yeah. and run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
but also there's that sense of like, you know, Steven Spielberg, you had a good run. Not that he's done, but it's like, it's not as if you haven't gotten your flowers before, you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I know this is probably the most personal and I think in a way it probably, probably stings, but yeah, it's, yeah, he's also fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah. He'll, yeah. He'll cuddle up with all his other awards and his bazillions of dollars and his hot wife, Kate Capshaw, and he'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, well, folks, if you are listening to us on the main feed, this is where we leave you. But if you just need more of us right away, just join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash PSA pod. And you can hear, you know, what we're about to talk about is the whale, the whale, so many other things. And so many other things. Vanderpump Rules continued. Uh Uh-huh. Vanderpump Rules continues. We've got some really fun best supporting assignments to talk about. We've got some some Olivia Coleman related things to discuss. So that feels good. Um, But alas, uh, you know, uh, make like cocaine bear and get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. See you there. See ya. Have I not given everything?